Sup noobs, we are your professional casual gamers, and you're listening to Train Noobs. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode one of Train Noobs. So, uh, what? All right, what are you, Mike? What are you drinking? And crun- well, I hear you're crunching on ice too. But what are you yeah. drinking? Yeah. Um. You like vodka? I actually am a fan of vodka. Yes. I like vodka just because. Well, I just worked out a little bit ago, and I was gonna do a beer, but I was like, you know, lately beer just hasn't been even getting me drunk. You know, like what's the point of drinking if it just doesn't even give you a buzz, <laughs> right? So I was gonna grab a beer, um, and then I was like, well, I got vodka, so I'm gonna do a mixed drink. And actually, what I'm drinking is kind of weird, but um, when I was at the, up at the at the lake that. Uh, my fiance's mother has property about um they we didn't have much we had vodka and we didn't have much so i used my daughter's cream soda with vodka and it tastes really good i mean i can't taste the vodka i just taste cream soda so it's like cream soda on ice so i've been drinking basically it's basically just cream soda and vodka nothing else that's it just cream soda and vodka on ice uh, I took a few shots before I did this to get warmed up because I'm a big boy. It takes me a little bit, but you know that's what I'm that's what I'm drinking. Are you drinking anything? Uh, yeah, I got it sitting right next to me. It's uh, I didn't open it yet, but uh, I got. Uh, hopefully, I get this right on the right webcam. It's called Midas Touch. Uh, it's nine percent alcohol by volume. Is it a beer? It, it's a beer. It's a. It's here's what the label says. Okay, uh, think of Midas Touch as in. Uh, what, what is what is exactly the the phrase for Midas touch? It's it's something with gold. It's well, um, like it's, it's you when turn he touches stuff some, to gold, right? He touches stuff and it turns to gold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So terrifying basically, proposition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you think Goldmember happened to <laughs> exactly my point? Find out what happened. Uh, so, anyways, the label reads: handcrafted ancient ale with barley, honey, white musket, uh, grapes, and saffron. I think mu- wait, musket grapes is all one was supposed to be one what, thing. What kind of beer is it? Is it like an amber ale? What is it? Is it it's, stout? I don't know. It just says it ale. It doesn't say. Oh, so no, it's an ale. So it's an ale. ale. Yeah, but like a, hun- a honey wheat ale or whatever. Yeah, that sounds good. I like it's that from, kind of beer. It's from Dogfish Head. It's a uh, 9% alcohol by, by volume. So it's, it's so, a little stronger than normal, it's normal beer. Does it have the IBU on there? A lot of beers are doing that nowadays. <coughs> IBU? Yeah, the um, International Bitter Unit. Something like that? No, I don't see anything for that it? on there. No, it's but it's it's brewed by Dogfish Head. So if you're familiar with Dogfish Head's brew, uh, beer, it's it's about the same. But it's pretty I'm good. Not. Yeah, I'm not. My favorite beer that I was gonna drink tonight was uh, a beer by a brewery here, um, close to me, like an hour and a half from me. But I live in I live right outside of Portland, Oregon, and it's a brewery um, in Pacific City. It's on the coast, and it's called Pelican Bay or something like that. But my favorite one is their. Um, their uh, Kiwanda Cream Ale. It's just really, it's really good. I don't know. I'm drinking cream soda, fuck, Kiwanda, with vodka and Kiwanda the, Cream. Kiwanda Cream, like K I W A N D A. Yeah, like Kiwanda hmm. Cream. I don't know. It's a really good beer. But anyway, yeah. forget what we're drinking. What happened to you this week, man? How was your week? Uh, well, I had an interesting week. So basically, um, if I could start from the beginning, my, my work Please just do. implemented a uh, a new policy where if you're late by over 15 minutes uh you uh, get an occurrence and there is a limit of 
what is it, six occurrences? On the sixth occurrence, you get terminated. What? Yeah, so you got one, two, and three. Nothing happens. Four, you get a, uh, what is it, verbal, I believe, and then a written afterwards, and then six is termination. Well, on Tuesday, I woke up, and I was late for work. And now there's a 15-minute grace period. My start time is 7 o'clock. So Wait, seven, seven to seven fifteen. Are you are you one of those guys that if you're supposed to be there at seven, you show up at six fifty five? I try to show up at least ten minutes before I start. At try least to ten minutes. Try to. Okay. All right. Uh, I now remember I I ride a bus. Oh okay. Uh, Wait, so, but what what about your car? I take a car, park it, and there's a park and ride that takes you downtown, on like express lanes. They're called the HOV lanes, but it takes you down express lanes, basically. Straight uh-huh. downtown, and they'll drop me off right next to work. Is that and it, to it takes a 10-minute ride. Is that to reduce your traffic or something? Yes, yeah, oh, because okay. it's off of it's off of the main, the main like, uh, interstate. So you work inside what? Inside Pittsburgh? I work, I work downtown Pittsburgh, yeah. So it's hard to... Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's either parking in, in lots downtown is, mm-hmm. you know, $120 or whatever it is. Um Every uh, month or whatever, whatever. I can't exactly remember what the cost is, but it's cheaper for me to get a bus pass, park at the park and ride and take the bus all the way downtown. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll get onto that later. But um, so basically the whole thing is, is with this occurrence system and me riding the bus, the bus comes at set times, right? So if I miss a certain bus, I don't get downtown for tack on an additional 10, 15 minutes. Well, the bus that I could have caught would have t- uh, taken me downtown, and I would have arrived at work at s- later than 7.15. So I would have gotten an occurrence because I was late. Well, the thing is, you get an occurrence for being late. You get an occurrence for unscheduled time off. So if you call off if you're sick and you call the day off or whatever, you'll also get an occurrence. Either way. So basically, you go to work, you get an occurrence, and you still have to be at work, and you still have to work your eight hours. Or you call off, you use a little bit of PTO, and you get off the day. So I called off. I said, screw it. I'm not going into work because I'm already 15 minutes late. I'm already getting an occurrence. There's no point to go to work. Uh, so that got all taken care of. I still had to drop my wife off at the, the park and ride to get her downtown. Uh, so I dropped her off. I did everything like that. And when I normally get in my car, I have music on. I have an XM. So my XM usually plays, and I list, I'll be able to listen to that in the car. Well, it was really weird because... The whole ride there, there was no music. And I thought maybe she just turned it off. She didn't want to listen to music or whatever. I didn't think anything of it. And I was just, we were so late, I didn't pay any attention. Well, eventually, after I dropped her off at the, uh, at the lot, I looked at my XM, and my XM was not on my dashboard. I'm like, what? what Do you still have fuck? your Scion? Yeah. It's the same one? Mm-hmm. So what year is it? Uh, 07. Scion TC. Okay. Okay. Um... And the XM is mounted on my um, the vents uh, mm. right in front of the driver's side. Excuse me. This Beer boy burn. here, he's got all the toys in the world. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's great. <laughs> but uh, the, here's the weird thing, right? So uh, basically... <coughs> I apologize. I, go ahead. Did you inhale an ice cube? No. Okay. Anyways, so my XM was pulled off of my, my uh, the dashboard. My auxiliary cable, I have routed through my vents mm-hmm. up into the back of the XM because that's where the port on the XM holder is. It's in the back, so it fits right in. And it's all hidden. 
Well, that was all pulled out and dangling. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh. So I called my wife and I'm I like, I saw you this didn't... on Facebook. Yeah, I'm like, you didn't pull my XM off of off of the dashboard, did you? She's like, no, I thought you did that the other night. I'm like, no. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, all right. Now I'm freaking out, thinking like a window's broken or something. I'm looking around. I don't see anything missing. Nothing's missing in the car whatsoever. My XM is literally sitting on the floorboards on her side. All of the stuff. My, uh, what, the power jack, the power, yeah, the power adapter that goes on the side, all that stuff is sitting on the ground. And I'm like, what is, what is, what is all this stuff? Why is it not missing? If somebody tried to steal it, you'd figure they'd just steal it because the power adapter was sitting there, the auxiliary cable, uh, was hanging. Basically, everything was loose with the, uh, the XM except for, um, the, uh, uh, the, the antenna wire. I'm like, what the right. fuck? All right. So I set it all back up, and it's like unable to locate antenna. I'm like, what the fuck? So I pull on the cord. Somebody literally snapped my cord of my antenna, pulled it apart. like Broke into your car. Snapped it apart. That's the thing. I don't think I locked my car. So I think somebody opened the door. You got in Pittsburgh. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Got <laughs> into my car. I Well, the, okay, here's here's the reason why. The day before, we just went grocery shopping, and I was carrying a bunch of shit into the house. Because you're a beast. And I got distracted thinking carrying all the shit in the house, trying to get all my doors open and everything while carrying in a big, you know, carton of water and all that stuff. So I for- must have forgot to lock the doors. But here's the weird thing. They broke, they snapped the cable of the antenna. So they got in the car. Let me let me just rephrase this. They got in the car. They pulled Max M down. They snapped the antenna cable. They set it on the floorboards. They disconnected my audio jack. Literally could have taken the XM, ran with it. Okay, you say, well, what happens if they got caught? Well, why would they think they got caught when they could literally just pick stuff up, act like they owned the car, and walked away? Number one. Number two, there was so much more valuable stuff in that car that they could have taken besides my XM or literally just snap my audio cable or my antenna cable. So you're infuriated because of the weirdness of this. I am, <laughs> I am so pissed right now because I can't figure out why they did it. I have a like about five to six hundred dollars subwoofer sitting in the back, a twelve inch subwoofer that literally is held in by two cables. You disconnect those two cables on it. You don't have to break anything. You disconnect those two t- two cables on it. You open my hatch. You pull it out through the hatch, and you have a five to six hundred dollars subwoofer. Maybe it wasn't anybody. in your hands. Maybe there was an earthquake and it, your car rattled and your antenna got fell That's a out. lie because the XM snaps in place. <laughs> that sounds weird. So that's, that's weird. It's super fucked up. I don't understand. They could have taken anything else. I have a book of CDs in the back. They could have taken the CDs. Of course, I wouldn't have cared because I don't listen to them anymore. But there was a book of CDs back that they could have taken ran. They didn't take anything. Nothing was missing in that car whatsoever. And it's I just don't make any sense. And there's Maybe. an amp in the back too. I don't know. Maybe what happened was somebody in your vicinity got their antenna stolen. And then they, they were walking by your car, you know, and they saw you had an XM and they're on the thing. And they're like, fuck this guy. My antenna got stolen. I'm going to steal this fucker's antenna. You know, what's, fun- got- you know what's even funnier <laughs> than that, though? I have a spare antenna sitting in the back. In the back seat. Just on the back seat. Oh, there you go. I, I literally parked Wait, did they, at... Did they break I, anything? Was there damage? All they broke. All they broke was that antenna cable. That's it. They just pulled it apart and snapped it. That's so funny. So I took the the spare antenna I had, rigged it up, and it works fucking... It's fine. Like, nothing ever happened. But it just it boggles my mind. I spent all Tuesday thinking about it. 
why somebody would break into my car just to snap an antenna cable and set it on the floorboards when they could have taken anything else. Doesn't make any sense. So, that was the start of my week. Um, other that's, than that, that... That's pretty that's, much all that happened for you? That's literally my, my whole week. Oh, I God. mean, v- video games, of course. <laughs> well, what'd you play? What'd you play? Um, well, let's start by saying, first I watched, since I was off Tuesday, I managed to catch all the way up to Game of Thrones. I did not start watching until... Um, this year, probably about two months ago, three months ago, I started watching Game of Thrones. Finally finished powering all the way through all five seasons. Just finished the fifth season on Tuesday. Um, so that was what I did on Tuesday. Most with most of my day was watch Game of Thrones. Um, what else did I do on Tuesday? I got... I bought a Korean League of Legends account. You, level you, one. You bought one? Yes, because... Okay, let me explain this a little bit. This probably, this probably requires a little bit of explanation. Yeah, Korean League accounts, you have to, in order to register for an account, you have to have a Korean social security number and a Korean phone number. What? Yes. So, you cannot make, uh, it prevents foreigners from making accounts because it, it helps them protect, I, I don't know, it doesn't make Helps sense. protect their, their, yeah. well, does it help so, protect their gaming culture? I guess, I don't know, but I made, I bought an account for nine bucks. Why? Uh, at level one, because I wanted to start playing on the Korean servers because the wife's starting to try to learn Korean. And I figure I might as well like try to language? start. Yes, I figured I might as well try to start learning with her. Uh, and since I play League uh, quite a bit, I figured it's probably uh, it probably would help me a little bit. And I well, maybe I can maybe communicate with somebody in Korea because they teach English in Korea now. There's a, a big difference between speaking the language and typing the language, though. Oh yeah, I know. But I type in English, and I just say I, I, when a game starts, I'll just say English, and then people might respond to me, right? Not. But Eng- English, Eng- English. <laughs> but uh, I will say it's definitely really, really hard. You've t- probably tried playing it because you've had dial-up at some point. It's hard playing with 218 ping, oh. especially with a game like League, where it requires such fast, you know, reflexes and all that stuff. How much did you spend on this? Nine dollars. I'm trying to think of better things I could spend nine dollars on. Than, than um, playing a, couple, a game with shitty ping. A, a couple of burritos from cu- uh, Taco Bell. Yeah, well, well, that's like, you could probably buy about 40 burritos from Taco Bell for that amount, right? Something no, like no, no, no. What kind of burritos are you getting? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> you could go to Jack in the Box and you could get like I wouldn't know that. almost 20 burritos. We don't, we don't have a Jack in the Box around here. Oh. I've never been to Jack in the Box. Do you know about them? Is mm-hmm. that a West Coast thing? It is a West Coast thing, yeah. Oh, well, they yeah. just have these really cheap shitty burritos too for a buck. Just like how Popeye's chicken is more focused down south, mm-hmm. but we have some here. The only well, the only reason I was able to get it is because we went down south to Florida for a vacation, and I tried it, and it was amazing. It's so much better than KFC. I don't know why I went to nothing here. Ugh. But anyways, I used, I used to um, remember KFC. Not good. So let's see the Korean LOL account. I've been playing quite a bit of GTA. Okay. Um, GTA, GTA Five, GTA Online, both of them. I've been playing. Um, I don't know why I've just I started installing some mods um, for GTA 5. You got to be really careful about it though, because of if you go online with GTA mods, you can get banned from the online play, um, which isn't a good thing. With mods? Yep. Even if you mod your single player game. Well, that's kind of like you can get banned in the gym if you're in the locker room with a bunch of naked dudes and you have your phone out and you don't realize that you're not allowed to have your phone out. That happened to me today. That was kind of a sad story. 
That's but really I'll get awkward. to that later. It was That's, awkward. He's like, dude, you can't have a phone. I'm like, oh, duh. No shit, I can't a have a phone. There's like a room. naked dude right there and a naked dude right there. And no you're shit, I can't have a phone. You're in a locker room with a bunch of dicks flopping around you. And you got a phone like waving it around. Sup, guys? Hey, just, <laughs> just calling checking, my wife. Just checking my text messages. You know, I just got a message, you know, from Jason on here. I've got to check that. And he's like, dude, you cannot have your... I'm like, oh, yeah, no shit. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, it's okay. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck, and then I lost my wallet. Fuck, I'm so mad. All right, we'll get into that later. You finish up your fucking... All right, so GTA, I've been playing a lot of GTA because I feel like shooting motherfuckers in the face. I guess I could just say that. Um, oh, so dangerous. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, there's a mobile uh, game that I've been playing the shit out of that I didn't realize I'd play the shit out of. Uh, my buddy turned me on to it at work. Uh, it's called Dominations. Hmm... You ever, play game, huh? you ever play Clash of Clans? Yeah, unfortunately. Or... I played it just because my brother had a clan on there, and he was like, dude, you gotta play with me. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tell me what this is. It's a lot like Clash of Clans, except uh... you get to pick a, like a faction, and each faction has different bonuses and drawbacks and special units. And think of it like Civ on your phone, except everything takes hours to build. and Right, of course. You the have tra- limited workers to work with. The but traditional. The thing Clash is, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, uh, with... Um, with this one, we're with Clash of Clans, rather, uh, you say, have a group of ten warriors, right? And you attack with all ten warriors. You attack uh, either the NPCs or other players. You attack with ten warriors. If you kill all the defensive structures, you kill all the buildings, whatever, in Clash of Clans, you still don't get those warriors back, even if they didn't die, right? Well, in this game, if you kill stuff <clears throat> with those ten warriors, let's say... One of them dies attacking, but Yuri managed to kill everything. You get nine warriors back. And so you don't have to rebuild those warriors. You get them back in your inventory. Or you're back in your bar- your barracks or whatever. Right. Um, so that's really nice that you don't have to spend extra resources on units that didn't die. So it's that got did- some couple features that Clash of Clans doesn't have that maybe yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. better. Okay. Um, and I, I, that was one of the features of Clash of Clans that really turned me off. is because I'm like, well, I just attacked the army of 20 units... 19 of them lived, 18 of them lived, whatever, and I got nothing back. I lost every single one. Of them. It doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, yeah. It, you have How to are they supposed more... to make money? Well, you be have selfish. To, you have to be a little more tactical with the units you throw down because you can't be like, okay, you can be like, I could take this base with exactly eight units instead of my 20 uh-huh. that I have. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I can understand that being more tactical, but I don't want that in a mobile game. Yeah. You know what you're using a mobile game for? You know what you're using a mobile game for. Yeah, you lost me at mobile game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot you don't shit. I, I don't. I don't. Look at me. I've never taken a shit in my life. It's all just, it's reserved in, inside my mass. I just, it, I don't, I don't get rid of it. No. I, I, I don't, I don't like to play games while I'm on the shitter, man. I'm in and out. Good to go. You just go take a power shit. You just sit down, drop it. You're out. I, you, don't even, I, you don't even wipe. It's just it comes out super fast, so fast. It's you, super clean. I, I eat sort of healthy, lots of fiber. It's nice, and it's a. We're talking about like a sixty-second shit. That's all I have to worry about. <laughs> uh, anyways, other than that, uh, the only other game that I've been playing this week has uh, at least any significance. I've loaded, up, launched up some stuff, and just never really got into it. I played five, ten minutes, but uh, the only other thing is Ark uh, Survival Evolved. That mm. that's that survival game, that early access survival game with dinosaurs. Real popular on Twitch. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm kind of mixed. Like, it can be fun, but at the same time, it's kind of like it's really poorly optimized. You get about 30 FPS regularly, 
Um, it, it doesn't look very good even on that. Like, you run it at the lowest settings, and it's still about 30 FPS. So it's just... <clears throat> I don't know. Um, is it poorly optimized, or is it just really graphics-intensive? Oh, no, no, it's big poorly. Open- it's very, very poorly optimized. <clears throat> okay. But... Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about... Like, I feel like everybody's just trying to jump on the bandwagon with that kind of shit, you know? Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's pretty nice uh, as far as, like, playing with people. I understand the whole social in- aspect of it. There's a guild system. Um, you can spawn on a one bed. Like, you make a bed for your whole guild, clan, whatever it's called. A to bed? Spawn on. Yeah, it's like B- a bed. B-E-D? Like what B-E-D. you sleep in? You spawn bed. on a bed. Bed. For your whole guild. A bed, yes. What does that, what does that mean? Basically, it just serves it as, as a spawn point. So, like, you might log in with, like, five other dudes at the same time, and you're all just standing on a bed? If that's your spawn point... That's so chooses, random. Why is it random? I, why would you just it makes spawn more, on a bed? It makes sense, though, because it's for your whole group. On a bed? Yes. Why not it's, just, like, in a building? A, it just acts as a safe point when you put your bed in a building. But, like... It's just so weird. Like, let's make this game, guys. It's going to have dinosaurs, and we're going to, like, gather plants and make medicine, and, and we're going to do all the survival shit, and our spawn points are going to be beds. I don't... That's what we fucking want. Well, what else what would you have a spawn point be, I have sir? no fucking idea, but not a bed. I would a make a building, and they would spawn in random parts throughout the building, and there will probably the be a little thing, buffer. Right? You know, like a three-foot buffer. Like, if this dude spawns here, so maybe there will be a little... Exactly. We don't want to cross the streams all the time. Unbelievable. Well, let me let me These elaborate people, a little bit more. There's I need a, to design games. There is a huge map, right? There's a huge map, and you pick. You so you pick. have to spawn on a bed. There's a huge no, map. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's a whole map to spawn on, right? And you could pick any one of those sectors on that map to spawn on. But if you spawn in that sector, you can't see your friend. You can't see your friend on the mini map. You can't see your friend in uh, in game unless you're in the same guild or clan or whatever the fuck they call it in this game. Uh, tribe. I think they call it tribes, um, which I guess makes sense because you're, you know, your caveman or whatever it is. Sure. I I don't understand. I've put probably about two hours into the game. I know about as much of it as you do from just watching Twitch. Yeah, I haven't even watched Twitch to be honest. But, with you. I, I watched Twitch for like five minutes and I pretty much understood that I don't want to play it. That's all. Like, I yeah, like I said, it's it's another survival early access game. That's pretty much all it is. And Open world survival. It's popular on Twitch, and it's gonna it's gonna fade out like every other popular thing on Twitch. I mm. hope this comes out and and everything goes well with it. I do, but mm-hmm. uh, we always hope for games we'll ha- to succeed. We'll have but... we'll have to see. I don't know. I just know it's really popular. A lot of my friends are playing it. I wanted to play with some of them, so I bought it. And I mean, like I said, I still haven't made up my mind if I like it or not. All I know is it's really poorly optimized, and that drastically lowers my experience that I have in that game. Does it feel like it was rushed out? It's poor optimization because they just tried to get it out, and they're it's just early trying... access. Oh, it's early access. I, yeah. I must have I must have been zoning out when you. It was probably the mobile game thing. I was still just zoned <laughs> in out from shock that. from that. Yeah. So that's pretty much all you played. S- yeah. So how was your how was your fantastical week? I'm glad you asked me because I've had <laughs> so much shit happen to me this week, and it's been just like it's been bugging me because I haven't been able to talk to you about it because I've been saving it for the and fucking I, and, episode. And I'd always be like, "And no, wait for the podcast. No, 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 the podcast. Don't tell me. Don't tell me." <laughs> You're always Look, trying to tell me on Vox or whatever it is. Like, I had no, wait. some crazy shit happen to me. Now, okay, let me let me tell you really quick what I do. Start I'm, start from the top. Well, I'm a truck driver, sort of. I'm I'm, I'm a delivery truck driver, but I drive full size semis, tractor trailer, you know, combination vehicles, eighteen wheelers, whatever. I drive forty eight footers um, because what I do is I go through and I deliver 
um, all the food to a bunch of different stores. I don't think I'm really supposed to tell you all the stores I delivered to. That might be a bad thing. Because uh, there's these weird rules about that. What, I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. But I delivered all these... A lot of them are fast food joints, basically. Like your mm-hmm. real mainstream popular fast food joints. And I have to get in those parking lots and I have to do all this shit. So I do that. And I work a lot. A lot, a lot. That's why, like, on the last episode he was saying that I'm busier than him. We pretty much have to work around my schedule because I'm fucking really busy. So I, I drive a lot and the there's a lot of shitty stuff that happened to me this week. And there's a couple good things because Father's Day was involved and stuff like that, which is cool. But one of the shitty parts that happened this week was... I was driving up, now if you're familiar with the Northwest, I was on 84 East, and I was headed up towards, um, my first stop was Yakima area, which is like Indian territory, and I went 84, and then I went over the river, over across Washington, which is uh, the bridge at a place called Biggs Junction, I went up 97, and as soon as I get to the fucking mother, goddamn, shitty fucking top of the pass, it's called Sadist Pass. Mother it's not shitty goddamn top. What the fuck ever? <laughs> it was only like third. It's only thirty one hundred feet up, so it's not a super high pass. But I was at the very top. I just passed the elevation marker, which uh, when the elevation sign on a pass where it says elevation, you're this high. That's the peak, right? So I, I just passed that, and I'm driving along, and then boom. I hear boom, and I look out my right mirror, and I see sparks flying everywhere, like a shower, like five feet high of sparks. How, how long, how, what size truck do you drive? I drive a full-size semi-truck. Which is? Well, I'm driving, I'm, I'm hauling a 48-foot trailer. And yeah. I was I was in a sleeper cab this time, so I'm, I was in a Volvo, a uh, Volvo sleeper cab, so just a... So a sleeper cab, you actually have space behind you, like a bunk that you yeah. can climb in and sleep. Mm-hmm. We use kind of uh, a smaller size sleeper cab. Really, it's it's just room behind me for a twin size mattress. That's it. Okay. Some some of them are full condos where you got room for There's fridges. There's like a TV and, and a fridge. And right. Stuff. All mine is is behind yeah. me is a is a twin size mattress. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm driving through and and I and I see sparks flying out and I'm like motherfucker, I just blew a fucking tire. This is bullshit, right? And I pull over to the very first. Um, it's a chain off spot. Um, because there's chain up spots going up the hill because during the winter time it'll, it'll snow up there. And, and I pulled off on the chain off spot and I call in and I go back and look and it's fucking shredded. Like just to- total blowout. First time I've ever had a blowout. Mm-hmm. The only other time I've ever experienced a blowout was in truck driving school. This chick was driving it in the city and she had a blowout and it was really weird and I was just in the back. But I had this blowout and, and I call and it took three fucking hours for these guys to come out. Now I'm on a set, I'm on a schedule. I got to be to this store at this time. I got to deliver 180 cases to this store. And then I got to drive to this store and I got to deliver 150 cases to this store. And then I got to drive to this store and deliver 220 cases and I just it's that it's that for me all yeah. night long. And so my first night I delivered on this route that my first night I'm delivering. I'm trying to deliver seven stops out of my nine. And I'm try and, and my first night is like it, uh, it's like six and a half to seven hours of driving and then it's delivering seven stores. And and the way that truck drivers are is you're only legally allowed to work 14 hours a day. Once yep. you've worked more than 14 hours a day, you're illegal because you're too tired. You can't operate that, that much. Somebody's calling me, but it's not. it can't be about my wallet. I don't know what it is, but I was hoping it was about my wallet. It's not, though. Anyway, um, so it took three hours for the for the people to get there because I call the SOS and they tried to call this company. The on call dude wasn't available. 
He never called them back, so they had to call another company. This dude comes up finally three hours later. He changes out my tire. He says, you're good to go. I go. And I'm just like trying to rush and get everything done. I can't get my extra stops off, so I only get five stops off the first night. Normally, I do two extras. And I get to my layover. I lay over and um, do my other stops, and I... And I, and I get my backhaul. I had to get a backhaul to take back home. And I'm laying over for my second layover. And now I'm in Kennewick. And I, and I go back and I'm doing my post trip. And I didn't notice the first time that the dude that changed my tire, uh, when my tire exploded and all those sparks and stuff, it was because when it exploded, it ripped the mud flap, uh, the mount for the mud flap, it mm-hmm. ripped it and pulled it and bent it in towards the tires. Okay. And, and, and ripped the mud flap off, and the whole time the tires were rubbing against the mud flaps. The whole time I must have driven 400 miles with that shit rubbing on the tires. And so I get to my Ken- I get to Kennewick, and my inner tire, because you know there's there's two and two. two. Yeah. My inner tire is fucking. It's it had it was, it was fine, and my inner tire is going. And I'm like, fuck, another fucking flat, dude. Two flats in one run, dude. I was so <laughs> mad, so mad that that dude didn't bend out the, the the bar and i missed it dude because when that shit uh when that shit exploded it was pitch black i was up at you know at the top of status pass he said i was good to go i went back and i kicked the tire made sure it was full of air i didn't even notice that the damn thing was was up and i just sometimes you don't think to look i've only been driving trucks now for two years sometimes it's it's all experience and i don't think to look and so that sucked but anyway that was one of my shitty stories and then I had a, I have so many shitty stories this week, man. I'm gonna depress everybody. Should I keep going? Should Good. I just say fuck it? Give them give them the the quick rundown. Okay. Um. We'll, we'll, I, I, didn't, I don't know half these stories either. So well, actually, I don't know all of them. Do you remember when I came down for the wedding to North Carolina? Yes. You remember when we all went wakeboarding? Yeah, kind of because we kind of tried to go we, wakeboarding. We, we, we tried to go wakeboarding, <laughs> and we all tried to get up. We all tried to get up, and we all ate it over and over and over. Well, we only probably gave it, what, half a dozen attempts each? Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't get up then. Well, I went wakeboarding. I went, I went wakeboarding at the beginning of this week, and uh, I went wakeboarding with my fiance, who knows how to wakeboard, and she kicks ass, and she gets up, and she just rides until she feels like she's too tired and lets go and goes in the water. She's, she's a badass. But I took like 15 tries just trying to get up and then boom eating it boom eating it and eating it and eating it it's just i was eating so much fucking water so much water up my nose but after like 15 tries i finally got up and out of the water for like four feet <laughs> it was the best feeling ever <laughs> i i got out of the water Mom, and then, get the camera i'm doing it <laughs> i know i know and i was able to get up like 10 times in a row after that but every time i couldn't go like more than 10 feet i had no problem getting out of the water i just couldn't stay on it right and it's been a long time i grew up skateboarding and stuff it's been a long time since i've done anything like that and i'm in i'm in a lot more of a different shape than i used to be right so some would say a better in some ways, shape. So you basically, know, like the whole what you're bear community. Would what say you're that. trying, what you're trying to say is, you have problems getting it up. Yes. Okay. In in some aspects of my life, getting it up can be difficult. Um. So <laughs> sorry, I'm just saying. But, but that was thinks. fun. Unfortunately, prior to this happening, I had my phone in my pocket when I walked in the fucking water, and I toasted my motherfucking phone. I had an LG G3, and I toasted it, dude. I was so mad, and I was like, it was before I started wakeboarding, and and I get in to go get in the boat, and it's in my pocket because Katie's like, "You got to take pictures of us tubing, me, uh, her, her and my daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, her and our daughter." And I'm like, "Okay." So I put it in my pocket, and I go get in the boat, 
and it's in my pocket. I get in the water. I don't even think about it. I'm like, God damn it. Why did I have to take fucking pictures? And I toasted my phone. I was really mad. But I went and got a new phone. Um, I got a Nexus 6. So you could say you got an upgrade. I did hey, look, an, it's me! <laughs> I, I did get an upgrade. It's so fucking big. I got an upgrade. I had to get a big case on it because of what I do. I unload my own trailer, so I got to... In case my phone ever drops. But I got an Nexus 6, and the reason I decided to go that... Because they had this special Father's Day sale on iPhones, and I like, could have done that, um, and it would have been cheaper. But fuck iPhones, right? Who do you go through? Uh, well, I switched. Um, and I was with Sprint, and... They kept throttling me after five gigs, and I just couldn't handle it anymore. And so I just I went over to Verizon. I'm like, if I'm gonna have to pay for data, and I can't, because I had an unlimited data plan at Sprint. But I'm like, if I'm gonna have unlimited data, and you guys aren't gonna let me, after after five gigs, it would go down to like 0.3 megabytes a second. I couldn't even fucking use anything. I couldn't even open up my email. I couldn't open up a web page. So I just fucking said, forget it. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm I'm at Sprint now. I'm at I have a Nexus phone, uh, Nexus Six. I love it. Um, left Verizon. Um, Anyway, I had that tire blowout. Let's see. What else did I want to talk about? So, Father's Day was good for me. My my girls got me some toolboxes. They surprised me with some toolboxes because we bought a house recently and I've been accruing a shitload of tools and they're just like scattered throughout my garage, right? So, they got me a toolbox. It's probably a subtle message like, hey, organize your fucking shit, right? <laughs> so, I got that and then she also got me a loot crate, which is, okay. which is really fun. To, so to, you to didn't get. you didn't get your first month of loot crate then did you? I got my I got this one I got the the most recent I got June or whatever which had yeah, the yeah. it was um cyber it was, yeah it was Terminator cyber. and yeah uh, some other stuff I don't exactly want to give it away in case some people are listening to this and didn't get theirs yet <laughs> or they Spo- want to spoilers order. spoilers we're not being sponsored by loot crate or anything we just we get we each of us get it so so that was cool um i mean but then the last part is i just worked out this morning with my buddy and uh my, my buddy's a personal trainer and he's like a power lifter type dude and has some state records and shit and he's a lot of fun to work out with um to try and keep up with and uh i'm working out and i'm i don't know what happened i must have left my wallet in my pocket and then when i was on the bench it fell out and it's totally lost i lost my fucking wallet and i'm a truck driver so my cdl's in there my medical card for my dot is in there um, and then also my pictures of my daughter, my, Yo, all my cards, everything. What did I Fuck tell me. you this morning? What? What did I tell you this morning? We were what playing Counter-Strike. We were playing Counter-Strike, yeah, and I told you... not to go you, work out. I told you not to go work out. It was a bad omen. I, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get swole, man. I gotta be beefy. Anyways, uh, so, anyways, if you listened to last week's podcast, you heard us talk about all of our history and everything like that, and before that even started, we talked about the name of the podcast, which is Genesis. I brought up the band... Mike's never listened to the band before. Mm-hmm. Mike, did you get a mm-hmm. listen, chance to listen to the band? I listened to the band, yes. Do you want to know why I didn't know who they were? Why? Because they're like a fucking 80s band, dude. They're a really good 80s band. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're bad, but I just can't listen to the old music. And I don't know, this is very controversial. Very controversial. But back then, they just didn't play their instruments the way that they do now. What are you doing? My wife just came in and closed the door. Unbelievable. We are working here, woman. We are working. my ass off right now. Unbelievable. I didn't want it to carry it over here. I am sweating right now. Fine. Guys, this is a live fight. <laughs> this is a live fight. Turn on your AC unit. Turn, just turn it on. I, Forget, I, I, who cares about the yeah. sound? Turn it Air on. conditioner is going on. Now you ruin the it. podcast. It's ruined. Oh, my God. All right, anyways, sorry. So, no, Genesis is a good band, man, but it's I, one of those things you I, had to I listen like to it. 
you had to listen to it when they came out, and if you didn't, you can't really appreciate them for what they it's, are. It's not about it's not about the vocal um, talent. It's not about the lyric talent or, or what they're what they're writing. Honestly, it's just hard for me to listen to the old shit because the instrumentals are so much different than they are nowadays. And now you and me had a long talk this morning about music, and you really opened Perhaps my eyes to long. the fact that that when when the beats per minute go down. And 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 they get real mellow. It, so when the beats per minute are high, and they're na 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 na, and then they go like really really low and and mellow, so goes, I'm like I'm like I'm up here, I'm jacked. I'm like yeah 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 yeah. Wait, what the so fuck? You left me. They basically, left me. basically, it goes from like Batman uh-huh. to Enya is what you're saying, right? And I just I I feel betrayed when this happens and. And so, you know, this is one of the reasons why I just, I don't like the older music, and that's why I didn't know Genesis. And I'm sorry if I offended anybody for not know, knowing Genesis, but I'm pretty sure that yeah, I the, heard, whole, I, the whole audience that's offended is probably just my dad, considering he's people, probably the only one that listened no, to No, 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 no. My buddy, my buddy at work. I'm sorry, buddy at work. My buddy at work, Jim, was like, he was like, how does this motherfucker not know who Genesis is? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, but to be honest with you, look, one of my favorite songs, um was a cover from Dis- like disturbed cover them and uh wh- what was that that i was telling you that song do you remember um, um land of confusion yeah land of confusion one of my favorite songs um unfortunately it's because i love it from disturbs but i appreciate that genesis did it so you know whatever that's behind us my whole week is behind us you know probably more shitty than good i still don't know what i'm gonna i called and canceled my fucking debit card so i gotta get a new debit card my yeah. credit card did you check I have one the gym? Card. yeah well no i did i well i looked all around the gym i left them my name and phone number i looked i oh so they know about it yeah they know okay. about it and also my buddy who was working out with me he works there okay so he's gonna be there in the morning and but the thing is is that i'm not actually supposed to work without it so yeah. don't tell anybody that I have to work, but I'm not going to have my CDL on me. I'm sorry. I have to go to work, though. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. But All right. Well, fuck our weeks, man. We're done with our weeks. Anyways, there was a huge week uh, prior to us recording the episode zero, which we didn't actually get the chance to cover. So we're going to cover it now because we didn't cover it before. But basically, uh, E3 happened. And uh, if you're familiar with gaming and anything, you know what E3 is, uh, an Electronic Entertainment Expo. And uh, they reveal oh, a bunch it. of games and everything there. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of those. We don't know all that stuff because obviously we weren't at E3, we didn't get a chance to play them. All we know are from the trailers. Um, but we're going to talk about what we're excited about, what we're looking forward to. And what and, we uh, what? Well, we know, you know, about the trailers and, and the conferences we watch and stuff like that and whatever yep. we're into. But yep. unfortunately, a lot of E3 is, is very console-focused. So if you're a console player, uh, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Well, we do remember, PC. remember, now, oh, excuse me, this beer's hitting me. <laughs> and I'm burping a lot. Um, I, got, I need another drink soon. But, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff happened, and uh, it's not all console-focused. Remember... A lot of those multi-platform games that they showed that says available on uh, Win- or Microsoft Xbox, it's true. Uh, Xbox One, it'll, it says after it, it says uh, also Windows 10 or something next to it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Also Master Race, so, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so perhaps the biggest announcement to come out of E3 this year was uh, Fallout 4, and personally, 
uh, I have Fallout New Vegas. I'd probably put about maybe f- anywhere from five to ten hours into it, I think. And I put I loaded it up with mods and stuff because I like my games to be modded. Uh, I just find it How more fun. How long does that game take to beat? I don't even know because I haven't beat it. I don't know. I didn't beat it either. But um, I yeah. probably lost interest in it after about five to ten hours. Um, anywhere in between there. I could probably pull up my, my, my Steam right now and tell you what I've put into it. But uh, So my understanding about Fallout in general is that it's very Skyrim-ish as far as open world goes. But it's, it's made by the same, the same it, people. It's so made yeah. by Bethesda, but yeah. it's also um, it's open world, right? Yes. And, and it's, it's very... Because I did play it, but the, the little bit I played, I, I felt very much like Skyrim. I've played a lot more Skyrim than I have. Or not Skyrim, but Elder Scrolls in general. Not specifically Skyrim. I put a lot more time into Skyrim than I did Fallout series, actually. I probably uh-huh. put close to 50, 60 hours into Skyrim, and I still didn't beat it. So Fallout is uh, releasing later this year? Yeah, November 10th. Okay. Which is... Uh, everybody was shocked by that. If you watched the conference, mm-hmm. they announced Fallout 4. They showed the trailer for Fallout 4, which everybody assumed was coming. And then they go, at the end of it, they're like, and you can get Fallout 4 this November 10th. And everybody's like, what? Well, that's that's early because a lot of the a lot of the people are going to be releasing like early 2016 to mid 2016, right? Well, remember, so that's really early. People are going to want to have it out. Publishers are going to and developers are going to want to have their games out come Christmas because mm-hmm. when they have it out before Christmas, sales skyrocket. Exactly, Black so Friday, they, all that. Yeah, so they want to have stuff out. They want to have Fallout Four out by that point, and they're coming out with. There's going to be the standard edition, and then from what we know, there's going to be the collector's edition, and in the collector's edition. Now, obviously, you didn't play much Fallout, so I don't know how uh-huh. much you know about it. But they're coming. The collector's edition is going to come with a like life-size Pip Boy, mm-hmm. and a Pip Boy is that device that the character wears on their arm, that little computer device that they wear on their arm, like and the gonna, menu. Yeah, yeah. And like it's when you hit co- escape or whatever. Yeah, basically, and then you could be you're gonna be able to slide. I don't know if you slide your hand through it, like it just slides on like kind of like a glove, or it snaps on like kind of like a. Um, a bracelet or a circlet or something that snaps onto your wrist. Um, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work, but it is it is intriguing and it is kind of a selling point for the collector's edition if you're super pumped about the game. But That's a cool thing to put in a collector's edition because a lot of times they don't come with anything really super cool, right? The I only mean, times only times I buy collector's edition is if they come with a figure. Yeah, I love collecting figurine. figures, yeah. Uh-huh. Like the Bioshock. I don't know if you saw the first Bioshock. Right. You know what? Oh, what? Oh, everybody, everybody hold your breasts. Hold it. <gasps> this oh. is this is the uh, figure, and it's pure, it's all resin. So if I drop this thing, it'd probably break the desk, my plastic desk that I have. But That's really bad. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's pure resin. Sorry um, for those people listening to the audio feed. <laughs> really dusty, but this is this is this kind of shit that I buy collection editions for, is because right. this stuff's so cool. I have so many figures that I have that I just have set. So will you buy the Fallout 4 Collector's Edition? Probably not. I'll probably okay. wait for Fallout 4 to go on Steam sale or something like right. that. So but I think it's supposed to be 1080p 60 FPS as, as well, right? For consoles. On consoles, yes. Which is on, a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they, you know, last gen, they actually said PS3 was supposed to get to 1080p. Right. But it just couldn't quite do it. There wasn't really stuff that came out that was 1080p. There may have been a couple games here and there, but I'm not entirely sure about it because, again... We're I think PC, the most we're PC guys. So. I think the most optimized was um, was uh, I had it, dude. I had it on the tip of my tongue, and I just lost it. 
uh, well, last, last of Us was the most optimized, right? Oh yeah, but I don't. Well, I don't even think it went up to 1080. Last of Us also came out. Remember, Last of Us also came out towards the end of yeah. PS3's, which is why it was the run. most optimized. They've had all the time in the world to oh, figure yeah. out how the hell that thing works. But anyway, let's wrap up Fallout 4. What else? Uh, was there any other points that we needed to cover? Yeah, uh, consoles are getting mod support, which is a huge thing because. Mm. Prior to this, there wasn't really any mod support on consoles for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it, it's a big, it's a big win for consoles, and I'm super stoked that they get it uh, because they could finally experience a lot of the stuff that, like Skyrim, uh, the old Fallout series, all that stuff excelled at and kept the longevity going on the PCs. Now they could finally get that on the consoles too, and now it being 1080p, 60 FPS, hopefully um, they'll get similar to a PC-like experience, and then they could see why PC has been for so long, oh my um, god, yeah. frame rates, uh, resolutions, now when they start, uh, now, the, of course, the next big step for consoles will be to get to 4K. When they start getting 4K displays, then they can start really seeing the true glory of the PC right. uh, con- which uh, is, uh, platform. Which is, like, just on the edge of the cliff, it's about to, it's about to, I mean, they've well, been coming out with know. good 4K monitors, but it's I don't know, yeah, for PCs definitely, but I don't know if this generation of consoles will be able to support 4K. Mm -mm. No, I don't think so. There's a lot of there's a lot of things where you can you can build like a $500 PC that'll that'll do the same output as as these consoles. But it's good to see that consoles are getting mod support with their games because traditionally that's always been something that only PCs have been able to do. And it's good to see that that consoles are kind of starting to bridge that gap you know they're starting to bring in some of the things that the pc crowd only got that are really fun and 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 can bring them into consoles and who knows maybe down in the future uh, maybe i would play more console games if this kind of stuff keeps happening but we'll see all all i hope is that uh the the exclusivity deals and stuff don't start becoming more apparent with consoles because i hate exclusiveness it limits your game to so many um, on so many aspects I guess is what I'm trying to say with with the fact that you have to own this console in order to play this game mm-hmm. instead of saying guess what my game's available on all consoles you figure you'd win so, uh, over so many more people you would sell mo- so many more units if the more platforms that you release it on like if I was a de- if I was a developer I would find out a way to release it on the Xbox the PS4 and uh, and yeah. PC, and find out some way maybe scale it back and put it on the Wii U. You know what? Uh, there has not been much opposition to all of this from the players, and this isn't going to change as as long as companies are willing to to shell out a shitload of money to one of these to to these games to keep them on the consoles. That, that oh yeah, you know it, until gamers revolt it's not going to change unfortunately so it's probably and to be honest there has been no sign of gamers you know really uprising against this from what i've seen at least so hopefully hopefully um this um you know if, if hopefully this changes in the future but for now this is definitely the trend that that we're going to be continuing down but let's move on to something else um, um. What else? Another really, another really popular thing that was at the the thing was the Hololens, right? Yeah, they did a really, really uh, elaborate display with the Hololens. Now this and is Microsoft's Hololens, which is like a augmented reality yeah, um, it, visor. Basically, they yeah, it's 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 similar to the Oculus and the Morpheus, except with the Oculus and the Morpheus, uh, 
the big thing about them was it was actually virtual reality. You saw a screen in front of your face, and that's it. Whereas with the HoloLens, it's augmented reality. So it's they put a visor down over your eyes, but it's clear, and then they have a small box that of that's that's the other thing too. It's a little tiny field of view. Um, mm. Apparently, I never tried it. I really want to, but apparently, it, it's dependent on how it's actually um, uh, configured on the person's face, like what your vision range is and all that stuff. So, so if you've got really good vision with really good peripheral, you're going to notice it more? I don't think so. I think what it is is when they're configured on your face, they probably can figure out how much, how far, like if you look ahead, how mm. far out you can go before you start noticing something. It's just an assumption. Again, I never tried it, so I don't know how the configuration process works. But they they likened it similar to basically you take a small box and you put it in front of your eyes. This area would be like what you'd see. So you'd have to turn your whole body and your whole head around to see that much. So like space a standard size, like five and a half inch phone, what a couple inches from your eyes. So, but Probably. so you're so you're seeing outside of it as well. It's yes. not it's not fully immersive yeah. like the Oculus or the Morpheus would be. Yeah, the Oculus okay. and Morpheus okay. actually sits over top of your eyes, like kind of like swimming goggles. Right. And and that's what you see. But uh, this one's augmented reality, which basically means it fabricates stuff like holograms. Mm-hmm. Get it? Hololens, holograms. Fabricates things in your environment. Um, which the video is looked really cool. Pretty nifty. Um, and then what they did at E3 uh, is they did it with a Minecraft demo. Basically, the guy had a... Uh, oc- the, 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 the Fuck. The HoloLens on his eyes, basically, and he's like, all right, I'm going to play Minecraft on the wall, and he's staring at the wall, and he's like, all right, well, this isn't very fun for everybody else, so let's throw it on the table. So he takes this model of this Minecraft world and throws it on, t- on this wooden table that's sitting in right there, mm-hmm. literally projects a hologram on this table that he can control with his hands. Which looked so fake. Like, when you watch a YouTube video, I'm like, this can't be real. But if what, that's really real, that's insane. What he was doing was he was controlling everything with his hands, uh-huh. and he saw stuff through that little square, right? But what mm-hmm. we saw as, a, as the audience, everything was being captured by a special camera, which was basically rendering this whole world there. Right. And would, would act as the focus of this viewpoint on this world. Uh, with the camera. So basically, another player had joined, was running around his world, and he was able to move the world around, tell her where stuff is, resources and stuff. A lot of people were complaining it's cheating, which I can understand it is. Well, yeah, because um, you bring up because the world. Because you bring the whole world up. You, you can, can see find where the diamonds it. are. Yeah. But uh, but basically, you could with this Morpheus, or the, the HoloLens on your eyes, I keep getting stuck on Morpheus because I think it's so much better, but anyways, <laughs> um, the camera kept like zooming in on this on this a uh, little world that he had made and it would go like inside a building and see a person inside a building so you could like lean your head in and look at somebody or pull it out which uh, it's okay it was an impressive tech demo but that's all I think it was I don't think it was mm-hmm. anything else I was worried yeah that it's just a fancy little tech demo we'll see what it we'll see what happens you when know, you know it comes out I'm so hyped about it though because it actually will work with glasses um, which is a big thing for me um, and the the possibilities of it are are big. Like, say you play D&D with a group of people. Everybody sits around the table with their HoloLens on. Obviously, we don't know how much it's going to cost yet because it's not out. Um, hopefully, it's not too much. But everybody's playing D&D, right? And the Dungeon Master controls this world. That and would says, be sick. And says, yeah, here's a bunch of skeletons. And there's a bunch of skeletons you see in front of you. And you see your character in front of you. And you, you, tell, you say what your character's going to do. 
and then you press some buttons and your character does that spell or something. Mm -hmm. The possibilities are huge, but of course there's limited potential with how much the field of view is. So I'm hoping that with the next model that they release after the first one, the, pro the probably the prototype or whatever they release, um, hopefully that next model will be a little bit more fine-tuned and have a wider field of view. If anything, this is a proof of concept for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. So it'll, it's only going to go up from here. And especially, you know, they are involved with some of the biggest money-making companies in the world. Like, you got Mo Yang, I guess, because now yeah, they're calling him Mo Yang. Yeah, it's like Mo Yang because the J is um, supposed to be silent or whatever. Uh, right. It's I Mo mean, Yang. Microsoft, Microsoft, if it's a proof of concept. We'll see where it goes from there. But let's move on. Um, another big thing, and I'm really excited about this because... I think we both are. Oh, my God. I can't wait. The Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, my goodness! Oh, finally! Now, I don't know about you, but... I've had dreams about this. I heard about this happening, and I didn't see it live, but I don't know how the audience reacted to it. All I know is that I saw it on Reddit. It was posted on the front page. It said Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm like, mm. is this real? So I clicked I... on it, and I watched it. And the, I'll tell you the first thing that got me. It wasn't the visuals. It wasn't the visuals at all. It wasn't the graphics. It wasn't all that stuff. What got me was the music. And I got fucking... Oh, I got I lit up with tingles everywhere. I know, I know. And that music hit me. And I, that was that soft piano. And I'm like, oh my god, nostalgia. And I just went... I, I can't wait. I mean, this has been a long time coming. Final Fantasy VII was when I was a kid and I wanted a... PlayStation super bad. I just begged my parents, and I was like, "Look, it's only a hundred bucks. It's, you know, it's like only a hundred bucks." I love that argument. It's I only. I, I, I use that so many times. And, and I think it was like a hundred bucks at the point that my parents got it, and we had our. It was for Christmas. We had our whole Christmas. There were seven kids, right? So we would do this really awesome Christmas where um, it was youngest to oldest, open one present at a time, and everybody pays attention so it lasts, you know. And we would have so many damn presents under the tree that it would take up a third <laughs> of the living room because there were so many damn things. Like, it was crazy. And we finished out the day. We finished out the whole Christmas. And at the end, my parents looked at me. Oh, this is another thing. Throughout the whole Christmas, they, I opened up a memory card for a PlayStation One, right? And they said, "Oh, this this goes with your uh, Nintendo 64, right? Or what did I have? I don't remember what I had. Maybe." It and I'm like, "No, no, it doesn't go with the Nintendo. No <laughs> way. Is this is for place. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We'll take it back and we'll get you what you need. Don't worry. Don't worry. And then did I they, opened did up they a pull game. That mean trick on you. Yeah. And then I opened up a game and I was like, "Why? I don't have a PlayStation. Why are you?" Open? And they're like, "Oh, that that's for your." And I'm like, "No, no, it it doesn't work. It's for PlayStation." And they were playing the dumb card the whole time. And they're like, "Hey, uh." I think I heard Santa open up the hope chest last night. Why don't you go check? And I go and check, and there's a PlayStation, and I'm freaking out, and it was great. And then I remember me and my dad went out, and he picked up Final Fantasy VII and the guide. And I, I shit you not, I used to read the guide when I was a kid for fun in my spare time, and I memorized it. I memorized the whole guide. Like, I could have written it out, right? Yeah. So I was obsessed about that game. I would play it, and I must have played it and beat it over, like, two dozen times. Um, I knew every little thing about it. So that's definitely, like, when I was a kid, um, I should have mentioned this in our Genesis episode, really, but it was a big deal for me. So I'm really excited you know, um, about I think, this. I think it was a similar pattern with all parents, right? Uh -huh. Because my parents did almost identical, <laughs> almost identically the same thing that your parents did, except I didn't get, I did not get, I, I shit you not, when I got my PlayStation, I did not get a memory card. They didn't get me a memory card. Basically, 
uh, I got my, I got a game. I can't remember. I don't remember what game I got. I got a game first. I opened that up. They handed me that first. I opened that up, and then I opened up the PlayStation. Right. And I was like, awesome, yeah! You know, the you know, N64 kid? Uh-huh. That was me, except with the PlayStation on my birthday. <clears throat> but I actually borrowed my buddy's Final Fantasy VII. I never bought it for quite some time afterwards because I didn't have any money. And I would request it, and I they wouldn't be able to buy it for me because I didn't have enough money for me, that particular gift, or they got me something else because I needed clothes more, or whatever that is. And I, when I got it for my buddy, I didn't have a memory card, so I had to play that whole beginning part of Midgard over and over and mm-hmm. over again because I didn't have a memory card. Oh, or I had no. to ask my buddy to borrow his, which I eventually did because he had two, but... Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's my my experience with Final Fantasy and this remake. I'm really looking forward to. I just hope that they don't change too much about it. Well, well, it, they do. So I'm glad you said that because they do. I guess plan on changing some stuff. Apparently, it's not going to be a straight copy. Which I don't know. Like, I guess in a perfect world, if you ask me what I want, I love that game through and through the way it is, and maybe I would be okay with super. Uh, premium updated graphics, same game. I don't know though, because I don't have it in front of me. But apparently, they're going to be changing some stuff, but they're going to be keeping in a lot of the parts that are really nostalgic that we love, i.e., uh, when you have to go through um, and do all the little um, quests and go to the gym and, and box the dude to get all the things and get the perfume and do you got to wear it, and... do all the squats and stuff to get into a dress so that you can go save Tifa and Eris. Eris. I call her Ares. I don't know. I called her Ares. Um, Save her from the dude that's going to rape them, right? (laughs) Because he's wearing a dress. So they're going to be keeping in a lot of the parts that hopefully hopefully they keep in all the parts that we love. And I don't know what they would change, but that is a really thin line that they're treading right there. Because this game is a big deal for a lot of people. And if they change a lot of shit, that's that's scary. The only thing I don't want, right? You know about a lot of the newer uh, Final Fantasies. I... Don't I don't want anything other than turn based. Oh my god. If you make it anything other than turn based, I'm gonna be so heartbroken. If if I don't have the time bar on the side, you know, and when you have ATV. haste it goes faster and, and it, it needs to be yeah, the battle system needs to be the same and the victory fanfare better be in there and the <laughs> bosses better Exactly. I mean it like these are the staples that I'm hoping that they don't take out, but I'm s I can't even tell you how excited I am for this. I just I can't wait. When I found out, I was just... Ugh. So. Yeah. Alright, well, that covers it for Final Fantasy. Um, the next games we're going to cover, uh, we don't have too many talking points on them. We just know that we saw the trailers and we're... I, I for one, am super pumped about a lot of these. I have a lot to say about a lot of these trailers because I watched these and I, I'll tell you what, I don't think there's that there's a game on this list that I don't want to buy. And that's scary for me because I yes. really want to go and play all of them. Yes. Um, the very first one that I want to touch on, you know... We actually have show notes that we want to cover, obviously. Um, otherwise, this would be super disorganized, more mm-hmm. than it already is. We have them <laughs> organized in a certain order, right? But I don't want to follow that order. I just want to touch on this one game because I'm super pumped about it. Oh, you're going to go for the gold right away, huh? Fucking Doom. I am so pumped for Doom. Oh, my God. Those trailers. Oh, my God. The I gameplay. can't get enough. Like, I watched... I did not see the gameplay trailer, the longer one. Oh, you didn't... I, like that five minute long you didn't, you didn't one or watch something. It? I did not see it oh, when it okay. first they first came out with it. I watched it uh-huh. last night. Oh, I see. I, see. I saw they had it, and 
Oh my god, am I super stoked for that game. The Dude, only those, thing... Those killing blows. The crowd and... You know what? Oh, that's the only so thing cool. that I'm kind of concerned about. I just hope it's not always going to be shoot a guy until he turns white, execute him. Uh-huh. I want, it looks so cool. Who gives but it shit? does look. It does. That's the only thing that I'm oh, kind dude. of letting it redeem itself. The is way because that that game played was like fucking butter melting on a biscuit, man. You it know was what just, though? It was just a public demo, and the guy was playing with a controller. That I could tell he was playing with a controller because yes. he kept aiming at the floor. And first rule of gaming is you don't aim at the floor; well, you aim at the head. You also and you also run with a knife. Uh, right. Exactly. But the other thing is, is that he his turns and everything were so smooth and scripted. He uh-huh. was aiming everywhere, nice and smooth. You could tell he's run that a few times. Yeah, for sure. and yeah. and because he knew where to look and what to do. But they always do that with the 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 actual demos, which the is public fine. demos, which is fun. But it got the effect across. It said, "Hey, we're fucking back, and we're ready to do this shit." And oh my god, I'm so pumped and ready for this new Doom to come out. The I was, art style was fucking amazing even just like when he would open the doors and just his hands right just everything looks so badass even putting the helmet on was pretty Uh fucking sweet now the only Uh only downside i hope that's either fixed by either mods or they give you the option to later is everything's tinted Mm. if you saw that everything's like tinted kind of like a yellow Hmm, I didn't notice. No. Yeah, everything's like tinted a little bit yellow and i just want to get rid of that yellow filter and kind of hope that everything's not all orange i know you understand you're on mars and all that stuff and oh that's like the atmosphere of the mars hunger. yeah i didn't notice it didn't bother me but who knows i'm sure i'll get used to it after i play it for a while but trust me i'm not gonna let that stop me from playing it right and on a side note too um all of these um these videos that we're going to be talking about we'll post them all um we'll post them all up on our website or in uh in the podcast description we'll post them in a place that they're accessible to you guys so that you guys can all just go to just go to one page and then just get all the videos because all these videos are going to be scattered all over the internet so yeah we'll we'll, we'll collect them all and we'll give them to you and trust me i don't think you're going to be sad that you watch any of these trailers they're so much fun and that doom one just i just couldn't help but sit there and smile i felt like a little kid it was awesome yeah it brought back a lot of (laughs) it sounds funny saying because doom is one of those violent games but it brings back a lot of childhood. A lot brings back a lot of childhood memories that I have that game. Um, but is there is there another game there that you'd like to, to speak on? Oh my god, I love all of these. I, so, so do I. So I don't care. Um, we'll talk about any of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say my least my least favorites. I'll talk about. Let's talk about my least favorites first. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. It looked real cool. I think that that that. The video was spectacular, right? And it mm-hmm. and it it looked interesting, but it's an at the end of the day, it feels like another single player campaign style shooter game, and and it, and, it, and I'm just I can't get, really get into that. We focus on PC gaming, but really what we like to do is we like to play multiplayer games, and we like to really get in it- with each other and 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 be competitive and have all that going on, and and this. Ghost Recon just looked like it had a big emphasis on, you know, they're going to get the truck with the cocaine and they're going to go get the white hat. And but it, it just, is multiplayer. I'm sure it is. I'm sure that there's. I, I, I think not for like, a second. I doubt that there isn't. But. It's a multiplayer tactical shooter. Is essentially what it is. Mm. With the with a objective at the end. Everybody's objective is to go kill this guy with all this cocaine, right? And you get to choose, talk amongst your buddies, figure out exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And how you want to how do you want to approach it? And then you have to coordinate the strikes. So say you have a sniper up on the hill, 
Right. And this sniper wants to take out this main guy with a machine gun or something. So he, he snipes this guy with a machine gun. Meanwhile, two of your buddies pop up on either side of you and take out the two guards on either side. And then you run it down the middle right into the home base of this dude. And the problem I feel with, with games that try and do this, because it seems like a lot of shooters try and slow things down and they want you to be more tactical and they want you to be more precise and, and be doing this... They want you to follow the traditional sniper up on the hill, slow moving in, using your nades and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, what happens is everybody just groups up and runs in and starts shooting each other because that's the most effective way to play this kind of game. You know what I'm saying? And so we'll see if if it actually depends on how they make it and depends on how they well, do it. But if it does translate over to be a more tactical experience where you have to use more teamwork, that's it. That's interesting. I'll try here's, it. Here's the thing, though, right? It's all a game, so it depends on how that user wants to play it. If that user wants to play it and all of his friends just want to rush it and complete the game as fast as possible, let them. They paid the same price that I paid. I understand. But I'm sitting back. I'm sitting back, and I'm taking the tactical approach because to me that's more fun. And that's but what I'm saying is is that when you go to play multiplayer, because I'm not really interested so much in the single player. Oh, that, I neither am I. Either am I. I'm talking about multiplayer with my buddies. Right. I want to storm that base, but I want to take it tactically. Mm-hmm. All right, you go what here, I'm saying you is, take out him. I hope that the tactical approach is viable. And that the rushers, or, or whoever just wants to go ape shit, they have it doesn't actually shit set up. It doesn't actually work. I, w- I want it to not actually work. I want a game, a shooter like this, to come out where the people who are thinking ahead, instead of just running in and using their, their Twitch aiming and, and, and doing their whole Counter-Strike thing, which... Don't get me wrong, I love Counter-Strike, but those people, it would just be nice to get a little, uh, it would be refreshing to see a little bit of a different take on it. But I'm just, from what I saw, it just felt like the same thing to me, but you don't know until you play it. So when we do start playing it, though, we will definitely let you guys know. Um, The the other game that I was, um, that I saw that looked really interesting, but it's probably less last on my, uh, second to last on my list, just because the list is so good, was Sea of Thieves. Um, And it looks to be like... What like an action MMORPG? Yeah, essentially, okay. <clears throat> it's first. It's from what I saw in the trailers. There wasn't much released about it, as far as I saw. Right. Um, it's a like a first person. You're controlling a pirate. You getting a crew of people together, and uh, basically you're going to be on a pirate ship. Mm-hmm. And you're on a pirate ship with a bunch of your buddies, and you want to throw a guy overboard? Throw a guy overboard. Make you know him walk I mean? the plank. It's an open world MMO ship uh, battles. pirate ship battle thing. It's basically, if you've played Assassin's Creed, the one with all the ships, Black Flag, Black Flag mm-hmm. um, then you kind of get a general idea of where this game's going because it's in the same vein, except it's supposed to be multiplayer and uh, open world type of game. It looks Which fun. Oh, that's also a thing we forgot to mention, that Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Wildlands is an open world uh, open world game, so you choose where you want to go. If you want to go over and fight the crime boss of the the cocaine industry, you can go fight him. If you want to go over and fight somebody else, you can. So, are there open world objectives? Are those yeah. AIs? Is it like planet side ish, where you I go and assume, you get different points? Or I would assume it's open world AI, um, kind of like you go and attack this point, you get there, the map loads. Okay. I don't know. Nobody knows it yet. I don't right. think about what it's exactly supposed to be like. If you get to this area, and boom. All of a sudden, loading screen, new map opens up. You're so there like, with a cartel's building or something. So like but, Borderlands <clears throat> Cross with Call of Duty. Yeah, I okay. guess that's a good thing. It's a Ghost Recon game. If you played a Ghost Recon game, you probably played this one. This one's the only one's toting. Only thing that this one's toting that every other Ghost Recon game doesn't have is this open world. Okay. That's it. So if you like Ghost Recon, you'll love it. If you don't like Ghost Recon, you probably hate it. Um, sea of Thieves, like I said, open world 
style uh, pirate ship battles MMO type thing. As far as I'm aware, there might be more shit to it, but uh, but yeah. Um, one of the coolest trailers, or one of the things that that just got me all tingly and excited to play. I'm excited about Firewatch. It looked sick. And you know what? For somebody that's not so pumped about single player games, right? You being uh, super stoked about that game uh-huh. is shocking. It just looks so cool. I the love art the... style is exactly. amazing. Really, uh, the art style is kind of think of like. Uh, not really cell shaded in the in the veins of like Borderlands, but uh-huh. kind of like cartoony in the sense of like TF two, more like TF two exactly. Right. That's where exactly I was going to go with it. Um, and and you control this uh, this bigger guy that's on Firewatch for uh, the what is it Colorado Rockies or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and um, I think it's the Colorado. I'm not entirely sure, ah, but uh, who cares? basically Some, somebody you're will tell out. us if we're wrong. You're out, and I think the most lovable part about this game is the story. The two characters between your character, the guy you play, and the girl that's up in the the Waller Watchtower, the interaction between the two of them, it's so natural, it's so fluid, and it flows so well and beautifully oh that I can't wait for it. That trailer was amazing. Like, the part where she was, you know, where, where she... She said, you know, I don't talk to anybody else more than you. You know, who's in your tower? Aren't you in your tower? And, you know, it's just that whole thing. Oh, man. It just, I can't wait to try it out. I'm, I'm probably going to buy this one because this is one of my most favorite ones that I saw on, on this list. Because, yeah. And I don't play single player games very often. I really don't. I just, um, I hope it's longer than a couple hours. I hope it's actually a little bit longer than a couple hours. There's a nice mystery to it. Right. But if it's a couple hours long and they want, you know, fifteen, twenty bucks for it. You better believe I'll be buying it. Oh yeah, no, no joke. Um, All right, go on. Well, what's what the next one? Um, one we of know, the other ones. We know, we know what we're saving for last. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, but the next one I want to talk about is Unraveled. Um, I'm excited about this one because I appreciate <clears throat> these 2D side-scrolling games. I appreciate them for the extreme level of art and imagination that they bring to it because it's like. You take away that one dimension, and all of a sudden, uh, it's it's like taking away a sense, and all of a sudden you're hyper good at all your other senses. And it seems like some of these two uh, 2D scrollers are so fucking cool and beautiful. And it's like, when you only have those two dimensions to work with, you think of the new... Um, all the new stuff that you could do that nobody thought about before, and it, and it limits you into what you can do. And this game looks really neat. I mean, you can do. You well, are you like. Explain what it's about. Well, you're like a ball of yarn. Sort you're a of. yarn you're, dude. You're a yarn dude, right? And you shoot your yarn out, and you grab things, and you're swinging, and you're running from things, and everything is like super physics based, where you're jumping on things and they're rolling, right? And and you are a very much part of all that physics world, where you are rolling with it, or you're falling down, uh, you're sliding down an icy slope, or or something like that. But it looks like there's a lot of things you can do with your yarn, where like. Um, I saw some parts where he like went ac- he he shot across and he landed on the other side of a gap and then he wrapped his yarn around like a mushroom or something like that and then swung down to the other side. So like these guys are getting really uh, creative with the different things you can do with these two dimensional scrollers. And not only that, but I don't think that I've ever seen another two dimensional side scroller that looks as fucking gorgeous as this one. Oh yeah, it is unbelievable. Like That's- the scene where the car almost runs him over. Yeah, in the video, I just it blew my mind. Yeah, and um, the other important thing is the aesthetic of this game is is just astounding. The the yarn guy, um, I believe his name is Yarny, 
ironically. <laughs> Traditional and um, thoughtful as and imaginative running, and as real he's fucking running, smart. <laughs> <laughs> as he's running across the screen, he's actually leaving a trail of yarn behind him, which mm-hmm. is actually really cool because that yarn, that pile, that that trail of yarn that's that's behind him, you don't know if. Well, at least I didn't know when I first watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, God, is he going to run out of yarn at some point? And I didn't even mention that because I don't know. I, I was watching that, and I'm like, does he unravel? I don't unravel? think he does. I think it's just up for the aesthetic reason of being like, this guy, he is unraveling, and he's only got so much life left. I'm not entirely sure. But all we know is what, what we watched in the trailers. Obviously, we weren't there. Apparently, the guy that was giving the press conference uh, was super fidgety, and he was real anxious, and, and he... Seemed to love that he got this chance and opportunity to be at E3 and reveal this game to the world. Do you know who their developer is? It's was it a, Peggy, it's, Studi- it's Peggy Studios? Indie. No, no, no. Peggy is the rating system in the oh, UK. Why? Oh, well, that's all I said. It was like, Peggy Studios and shows what I know. No, you got you got Peggy 18 at the beginning or Peggy whatever that's number what it, it is was, at the so. end. But no, it's, it's, it's an indie game made by somebody. I think it's published by EA, I think. Or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. If you want to look it up, I can, talk, I can move on to the next topic. We can talk about the next one. Um, and that next game on the list is The Division. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. I'm actually looking forward to. It's going to be a pretty much the easiest way to describe it is it's going to be like Destiny. It's going to be another loot and shoot type game, or shoot and loot. I guess it would be because you have to shoot them to get the loot first. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's pretty much what it's going to be, and it's going to be squad based kind of. Um, chatting with your buddies, trying to figure out uh, ways to attack stuff, and they actually showed a Dark Zone gameplay. Basically, they go into this Dark Zone, and there's other guys, and there's other players. And they're competing with these other players, shooting these objectives up, and monsters, or, well, they're not monsters, they're other people, but, or uh, NPCs, rather, uh, humans, in the in the thing, at least. And they end up killing them, and this other group of people came up behind them, and they're like, oh, what do we do about them? And they ended up completing the objectives with the other people. They get to the end when they're getting ready to take off in this uh, the uh, the attack copter that's or the uh, extraction copter, I guess, uh, is coming to pick them up. They're like, "Well, we could kill them and take all their loot if you guys want." That video ended so okay. awkwardly. I'm gonna say that video ended stupid. Okay, because well, let me, that let me, video did me, not end with the context of of inside the game. That video ended with the context of an open world rust or daisy style game where you're just killing everybody for their loot and they were very aware that that's what happens and then at the end of the thing they're just like okay let's kill those guys and let's take their loot i was like what the fuck yeah so basically at the end of the video uh the two guys that helped them the three people i think it was said let's kill these guys take their loot before our our extraction chopper gets here and for context these two guys were helping them yeah uh and they killed them took their loot and as, or actually, they didn't take their loot, but they killed him. Meanwhile, one of the guys is like, you know, he's just, you can imagine him sitting there just kind of stroking his, his chin, thinking about what he wants to do next. Like, does he want to betray his friends, or does he want to agree with them to take this loot? Eventually, the video ends with him shooting his buddies, Spoilers. killing his buddies, taking all of the shit, and running away from the extraction chopper as the extraction chopper, chopper comes to pick up their, their team. And then that's silly. how that's how the video ends. So it's nice that they included this this ability in there to say fuck your teammates. Right. I'm just go, here for the loot and go rogue, and go rogue. Or uh, it's also nice that they have the ability that you play with your friends and and have a you know a set objective between everybody that you want to do. This game is a beautiful game, 
Everybody's very, very excited about this game. It's it's open world. It looks super polished, and and, and I think that everybody is like, eh, are you guys going to pull this off? You know, it looks real nice. I hope that you guys can pull this off as, as it shows, but I hope that they can because I will be all over this game. Yeah, um, and... Um, it looks really fun. Yeah. And side side note, Unraveled's uh, developers, Coldwood Studios. Okay. Um, and then the last game we wanted to touch on... Now, I keep bumping my mic stand, so sorry if you hear that, but uh, the last game I want to touch on... Now, if we didn't mention the game that you were super looking forward to, don't worry. It's not that we didn't notice it. We probably did. It's just one that we're probably not super pumped about. We're not really mm-hmm. looking forward to. And we only have so much time to talk about so much stuff. Yeah, but and that unfortunately, doesn't... me dumping my phone in the lake takes, pre- pre- takes precedent over these <laughs> other games. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, so, this, this is the future of train noobs. Um... We we acknowledge that those other games existed, and we would like to play them at some point, but we weren't as pumped about them as we are these other ones. But the last game we want to talk about and touch on is For Honor. Uh, For Honor is essentially a third-person, uh, think of it like a mix of, I would say it's a cross between Dynasty Warriors uh, and some type of, type of MOBA and Chivalry. There was a free-to-play game that came out that looked a lot like... Oh, it was Chivalry. It was, yeah. So it was Chivalry Middle... Chivalry is not free-to-play. And, right, but I'm, I'm, I, you were telling me how excited you were about this, and I understand now why. It's kind of similar to Rune, huh? Oh, yeah. It's super similar to Rune. Uh, basically, it's a sword-fighting game uh, where it's objective-based, at least the one that they showed. They might have different game modes, but the game mode they showed is objective-based, mm-hmm. and there are... Uh, capture points. Think of it like domination in Call of Duty. Right. And you have to capture these points. And you have it's 4v4. You have a team of, team of four people. And there are a group of, uh, like, think of them like minions. Like, NPC minions. Like yeah. MOBA. Mm-hmm. Like a MOBA game. Minions going down what look like set lanes. And these set lanes, think of it the middle of these set lanes like in a MOBA. Like in the middle of like League of Legends, like the mid lane and the top lane and bottom lane of League of Legends, each of those would have a control point on them. That's similar to what For Honor looks like. And it's a sword fighting game. You get to pick from three different factions. You get a samurai, you get a viking, or you get a, a knight. Um, oh, they all look so cool, too. And they all look, oh yeah, they all look God. amazing. Um, there was a cinematic trailer released and a gameplay trailer released. And basically, these minions go down these lanes and you kill these minions. And I can't remember exactly if you get anything for the minions or if they just have to stop them from pushing somewhere. I didn't notice. But basically, you want to capture these points. Meanwhile, the other team wants to capture the points too. So it's always a clash between these people, between these, these different players. And the the golden point about this game is that the combat uh, is sword fighting. So basically, you decide when you're attacking somebody which way you want to attack them from. Mm. And then they have to guess which way they're going to block from, which way they can, they can block you from swinging from. So they no, get to choose left, right, or up. From what I understood, there there might be visual cues. There right? are. So like when you decide to attack from the right, your your character moves a sword to the right. So yes. you have a split second to defend right. Yes. Correct. Or to correct. bend left or whatever the hell. Yeah. The- but it comes down to if you're stuck and it's like one v three. Right. You're fucked. You're fucked. Unless- but if it's a one v one, it's very technical. Yes. Yes. It's, it looked so awesome. And uh, basically, you could fight, and let's say you're fighting 1v, 1v1, and you see another guy running. Meanwhile, you're getting damaged from this 1v1. You manage to kill a 1v1 guy. Somebody else runs at you. Somebody else runs from behind you. 
you're atta- you're defending with like a sliver of health, you could pretty much guarantee you're gonna die. So unless they implement well, a certain- maybe because there was parts of that video, there was parts of that video where um, he soloed a couple guys, and I think that a lot I of think it that has may to- have been scripted though. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But also another thing I wanted to, to point out was there's three different things that you play, and I think each one has a, a strength and a weakness. I think like the samurai is uh, strength and attacking, but they have like no defense, so yep. they're very very fast attacking. So maybe that would be easier to swing around and, I think and, and knights, solo another guy. And knights are probably well balanced. The knights were the middle, and then the, the Vikings the bur- are probably very tough. Vikings had shields and stuff, and 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 axes, and so they were probably defensive. Yeah, and that's what it seemed like. But I love the concept of this game and. Holy! I just cannot wait to get this game and to get in, and start running around and swinging a sword at somebody and else. And all I'm gonna say is, I Viking all the day. I, I'll play Viking class all day. Yeah, it looks. Cool. But Vikings they all look. look best. The samurais look badass too. Like everything. What's just, What's weird is that the knight. There's a there's a move with the knight that you actually grab the blade of your sword. I saw that and chunk the guy oh, in the shoulder. Yeah. With like the hilt of your blade right. and and like pull him towards you and then you can stab him or do whatever you want to do. You can execute and then you him, hold yeah. you hold the blade on your fucking like you hold the actually physically hold the blade and set the hilt part of it sticking up on, on the, the back shoulder. of your shoulder and you run around with that. That looks fucking cool, man. And of course you can. You're wearing all metal. Why can't you do that? I think yeah. you can do that. Is it? it that game looks like a lot of fun. You know, like an arena-based, MOBA-ish, hack-and-slash, sword-fighting. Uh, just sounds fucking cool, and we're both super excited for that one. So and I think that's 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 our most pumped game on that list that we were talking about. That Okay, um, all right. Honestly, that and Doom, I think, are the top Doom. two for me. And then Firewatch right below that. Uh-huh. That's really hard. And then I would say, from that point, The Division. Right. And then maybe Ghost Recon. Sea of Thieves, and then Unraveled. Right. Un- doesn't mean Unraveled is, ba- is a bad game. It's just that I'm I'm more focused on... You have to really love your 2D side Multiplayer. Scrollers. Yeah, right. I'm more focused on multiplayer than I am on single player. And now, of course, that's of, that's, of course, not focusing on, like, uh, Final Fantasy or um, mm-hmm. uh, Fallout or HoloLens. And Final um, Fantasy will always be there because of nostalgia purposes. But to oh, be yeah. honest, our hearts are set in the multiplayer universe. I mean, that's... When we load up a game, I've never played a Call of Duty campaign in my life. And I never will. Like, I don't even play Call of Duty multiplayer anymore because fuck Call of Duty. But I just play Counter-Strike. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. I just... It's... I like to go up against other guy, other dudes. and Or dudettes. Whatever the... You know. Um, or no, Caitlyn Jenner's or whatever. I just want to touch on one real quick point. Um, the Xbox One apparently was announced to have backwards compatibility coming that will be slowly rolling out. Um, and then uh, I guess Mike wrote a, wrote, wrote a note down about here something, Xbox 360, something, something, something. Why don't you explain what that is? I have no idea what you wrote. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, so the Xbox One uh, backwards compatibility, I was listening to some stuff about it. And basically um, how it's working is the Xbox One is running the Xbox 360 operating system, like right on top of the Xbox One, right? So it's not, uh, they're not like individual game um, uh, ports or whatever. It's like running the operating system and then the operating system is launching the game, right? Okay. So, so, so... what what the Xbox One is doing is it's recognizing you're playing Xbox 360, and that's what it thinks you're doing. It doesn't think you're playing Xbox 360 Fable or anything like that. So that's like one of the things that they were talking about that they're going to be working on. But basically, from what I understand, that's 
part of the reason that it works um, because a lot of people were, were, were saying it just can't be done and stuff like that. Well, this is one of the reasons why. And this also goes to show how a lot of the consoles are starting to be some, something more of a console slash PC hybrid. You know, they're getting mod support. They're running other operating systems on top of their existing. Um, eventually... I mean, they're going to be able to do a lot of the things that the PC can do, hopefully, and and you just got a controller. I mean, even though you could just plug a controller into the PC and you're good to go, but it's it's exciting that they're doing this. Um, and also, um, I, I heard something, I don't know, you tell me if you heard this, um, that a lot of people are saying this is going to hurt Microsoft. That that this is going to set them back. Have you have you heard all that stuff? I, I heard that it was a big discussion I... on Reddit. I think that they're a little too late with bringing this out because the Xbox One's been out for about what two years now. Hell if I know. I don't I think, play consoles. I, I think the Xbox One's been out for about two years now, and the biggest thing was like, I can't play my backwards compatible games like Xbox, my Xbox 360 games. Like with the release day PS3, when that first came out, you could play PS2 games on it, PS1 games on it. I still have one of those. I still have the release date done, only because, not because I own a lot of PS3 games, but because I own a lot of PS2 and PS1 games that I like to play, but I don't want to have the consoles out for my PS2 and PS1. So if they would have came out with this a little earlier, I think maybe last E3, or even announced the console initially with backwards compatibility, and then say Sony's PS4 did not have backwards compatibility, Xbox would have taken that from the start and gone with it. But I don't think that right now P- uh, PlayStation can come back, Sony can come back with this because they have that PlayStation Now feature, mm. 20 bucks a month, that you can have access to any PlayStation game that's on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't think that that... Because PlayStation has that, I don't think that they're going to do that. So I don't know, man. It's kind of a hit or miss thing where it may be good for them, but it may be bad. But it is definitely better than the... Uh, what is it? The uh, the PlayStation Now that PlayStation has, and then they also announced. I've heard good things about that in general. Yeah, so. they also announced early access for Xbox One, but that's a whole other story entirely that we don't really have much time to talk about. But basically, early access on Xbox One—it's the same thing that's on PC. Right. Um, uh, it is a big deal, and it's a very controversial topic because a lot of people are, you know, in general, a lot of people don't like early access. But the fact that it's coming to Xbox One really all it does is it shows that they are willing to. Um, branch out to the popular parts of gaming of the gaming world right now and and they're really reaching out for that so i think people are going to be excited about that but we only have a couple more things to talk about here i think we yeah. can go on to um, the uh the call of duty ps4 map exclusivity uh-huh. there's not much else to say about that uh call of duty on ps4 is getting exclusive maps first that's basically what it's going to be and then every other console is falling behind it because fucking call of duty paid Sony a bunch of goddamn money, or Sony, or Sony paid, played Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, a bunch of money. that's what I meant. Which is funny because Sony doesn't have as much money as Microsoft. But I, so I wonder how they elbowed their way in. Microsoft there, but, probably doesn't care because yeah, and it's whatever. just map exclusivity. It's it's really insignificant. It's really silly. It's oh, it's like, probably going to be weapon skins too. You think? I, well, I, I, all all it's said right now is it's basically map exclusivity. So it might eventually turn into DLC too. We don't even know. But I just mm. think that Call of Duty at this point in time. With the DLC models are getting completely ridiculous, right? It's you know what they're going to run that game into the ground like Activision they does. They already have. They already have. I I know. Wait, is it? It's Activision, right? Or is it? It's is Activision. It? Is yeah, the uh, is the publisher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate, um, but whatever. I I haven't cared about Call of Duty for a long ass time, and I still don't, and I won't. 
But it's it's good to mention that you know it's interesting that PS that the PS4 gets some sort of exclusivity because it's never been the case. It's always been all about Microsoft or oh, yeah. Xbox 360. So I think every other it's time really it's been every other time Call of Duty has been exclusive DLC first on on Xbox. Yep. I think so. It's it's interesting. It's it's cool. But but this um, last thing, uh, Mike, I'll let you talk about because I don't know anything about it. So you can tell me about this. Yeah, thing. I. Yeah, I play a little bit. You know, I, I play a good amount of this, and I want to play more. But this last part of the this last thing we're going to talk about, um, Guild Wars Two uh, announced their expansion, and then they announced the price for the expansion. And there's been some some like crying about it, from what I hear, from what I read. Uh, their expansion is going to cost fifty bucks, but the the problem i guess that people are having is that the expansion costs 50 bucks and it also comes with the original game as well so everybody's like like say for instance somebody just decided that they wanted to play guild wars 2 a month ago and they just bought guild wars 2 for i think it's like 40 or 50 bucks and now this expansion is going to come out it's 50 bucks for both of them and, and everybody's kind of the game yeah and it's bundled with the original and so everybody seems to be kind of mad i'm going to be real with you like my feelings on the situation is who gives a fuck you know what i mean like if you've already had the original, you got your money's worth out of playing it already, I hope. And so, 50 bucks is the price of another full game. Usually, Guild Wars, their expansions are so full and so big and so rich that it's a whole other game. I think 50 bucks for the Guild Wars 2 expansion is the right price. The fact that they're adding in the original game as well is just them taking care of their consumer base. And it's not them hurting their existing consumer base because they're not giving them a cheaper game or a handout yeah. or something like that. That's my opinion because, like I said, the expansion would be 50 bucks anyway. The fact that they're giving you the game, that's just awesome by their by their hand, you know? They're, they're a really awesome company. They've always made an amazing game, and well, that's, honestly, that's my take on it. Honestly, though, my, here's really quickly what my, my theory is on this whole thing and what I, I would prefer to have happen is that maybe lower the price, the base price of Guild Wars 2. Without the expansion, right? Lower it to like thirty dollars, and then maybe release the expansion for thirty dollars. Okay, you know what I mean, and kind of just that, and don't bundle them together. But or maybe maybe charge twenty dollars for the expansion, thirty dollars for the base game. So that you way, could, you it's could even, still that way yeah. it still equals fifty bucks. I see what you're saying, and, and, and then you know people what? that bought the game don't feel ripped because you're just selling them the expansion. Isn't that how it used to work with the first Guild Wars? I don't know if they necessarily lowered the prices. They would lower the prices when they're when they were far back expansions, but they never like bundled them. You had to buy all the packages individually, I believe. So it's it's whatever. Um, I love Guild Wars. I always will. I love Guild Wars too. I I do play it. I need to play more of it, and I'm excited for the expansion. So you know, it's fifty bucks. It's fifty bucks. I'm going to be buying it, and I'm not going to yeah. be upset about it. So well. I just really quickly want to touch on one last thing. And I mentioned this before uh, when I was going over what happened in my week. We're going to do these. Uh, these. I think we're going to do what we're going to do. With, fuck, I can't, I can't English, guys. We're going to do what we do, what we English, do. English is hard because liquor is involved. <laughs> English. I also, had some, I also had some shots before, too, but I never mentioned it. But anyways, um, basically, at the end of this, we want to cover... We we need we need to get some stuff off of our chest. Exactly. So we're gonna we're call stressed this out last... individuals, especially this motherfucker. <laughs> we're gonna call this last section our rant section, and we're just gonna go off on some certain certain topics. And I mentioned it before. I ride a bus to work, right? I public transportation is is a big deal to me. 
my thing is public transportation. A lot of people don't understand the etiquette that's involved, right? You're on a bus with a bunch of other motherfuckers that don't want to go to where they want to go, but they have to go there because it's required, and they have to because it's it's their job. They have to go to work, whatever. You just suck it up and you deal with it. If you're going to be late for work, you're going to be late for work. If you're going to get home five minutes late, you're going to get home five minutes late. Just deal with it. Everybody on the bus is going to be dealing with it. So sit your ass down, wait for the bus to stop, and then get up and fucking walk out. That's it. If you have to stop somewhere, you pull the fucking cord, you let the guy know you need to stop. That's fine. What I don't understand is I take a bus to work. It's in the HOV lanes. It drops off at selected stops only. It's amazing how many people do not realize that this is a thing. So when they're driving and they're riding this bus downtown, <clears throat> they they pull the cord, but this bus is making designated stops only. But they pull <laughs> Why the does cord, cord anyways. Then? Why does it have a cord? I don't know. <laughs> they're confusing people. I don't know. All the other regular <laughs> buses, the, sh- the, little, the, little, the little short buses, I'm going to call them short buses, even though there's a negative connotation that comes with that, the regular short buses... Uh, that probably fit close to maybe 25 to 30 people in them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Those buses have cords and buttons and stuff that tell the, the driver you need to stop, which is fine. The bus I take is out is like kind of think of like if you're in England or something, you got the double-decker bus, except instead of double-decker, it's like an accordion bus. So it's two buses, and there's like an accordion in the middle, and it bends around turns. Well, basically, it fits almost <clears throat> a little bit more than double the regular occupancy of a regular bus. Well, that bus also has pull cords and stuff to tell the driver you need to stop, even though it fucking only stops at select stops only. So, you got motherfuckers on that bus that pull that cord whenever they want to stop anywhere downtown, and it drives me crazy because they want to stop at certain stops. I don't care, I get off at the first stop, it doesn't matter to me. What really bothers me, though, is if I'm in the front of the bus, this happened to me, uh, I think it was Wednesday, this is why I'm going off on it. (laughs) I don't, uh, now, alright, I don't, I'm Ooh, not. Stop. Rub your ears. Rub your earlobe. No, no, no. Calm down. You got it. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm trying to be as politically correct as possible. You already said short bus, so it's out the fucking window. No, this isn't. This is about race. <laughs> oh God. Uh. Let me try to find a way to. Okay, so I'm not. Ra- I'm. I, it's always good oh, when somebody clarifies that. this. I'm not racist, right? <laughs> you can't say it's, that. It's always the next thing good. that comes out of your mouth is racist. Exactly. It's proven facts. But anyways. I don't know if this is a cultural thing or what, but there are a lot of, um, like, Arab-type people that work downtown. A lot of people from India-style stuff. Got their Because they're, they're always they're down there for the phones. The... And I just talked to one today. She was probably from Pittsburgh, man. I couldn't understand a fucking word she said. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the fucking facts, man. So, basically, they're down there for tech support and stuff like that because... I don't know why. They're they're really good at that job, apparently, and apparently us white people aren't. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, but anyways, this guy's riding the bus, right? And he's got his laptop bag on, and that's fine. I respect all races and creeds and people. And all and laptop everything. bags. You respect them all. Yes, all laptop bags, too. But anyways, I'm standing up there. I Now, of course, there's standing room in the buses, of course. So I'm standing up there. With my arm on the pool, the pole, and I'm standing in the aisleway, waiting my turn to get out. I'm standing there, and I'm turned slightly to the side, holding the pole, for this nice lady to stand up next to me and get up in front and walk away, or walk out the, the front of the bus. As I'm standing there holding the pole, with my arm out in the aisleway, basically signaling anybody behind me, motherfucker, you better stop. 
I'm standing there holding this pole, and this Arab guy comes up and pushes past me. Now, again, I don't know if it's something cultural. He doesn't understand the ethics of how a bus works. Or the etiquette. How, right. how all the etiquette is and everything. But he literally bumps into me, pushes me out of the way to rush to the front of the bus to be one of the first ones off before the bus even stops. And I was and he, he hit me and stopped in front of me because everybody else stood up already. So he had to wait behind them anyway. So he was like awkwardly standing in front of me. Huh. And I was like... Uh, all right. I said it nice and like loud. Like, excuse me. <laughs> like, fuck you did you, not bitch. just stand in front of me. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But it was just like, all right. He turns around. He's like, oh, sorry, and like turns back around. I'm like, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, motherfucker, you better be. So then, of course, I'm standing there, and I, I like, I looked at the lady. She looked back at me. He like gave me like this eye. Like, what the fuck is that dude's problem? Oh, man. And then I let, uh, you know, being the nice person that I am, I let her up, let her stand in front of me and get out the door first. You're talking a difference of a couple of seconds to get into your car. And right. this guy just wants to rush to the front of the bus. Again, I don't know if it's something culturally, maybe he does stuff differently or he perceives it differently. But how it should be is if you see somebody standing there waiting for somebody else to get up and you want to get out at the front of the bus, then go ahead and let them get up. You can let them get to the front of the bus. But go up as far as you can go. Don't push past people just to be to the front of the bus. Yeah, you're not you're not getting anywhere any faster. You're stuck in the same line as everybody else. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. So that's my rant. I'm done. I, and, of course, I apologize if I offended anybody, but I, I just well, I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> hey, facts are facts, man. You said what happened, and that's that's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm going to save my rant for next week. Well, go ahead. Go with your with your first well, your first well, thing. I mean, well, it doesn't hurt. Go ahead. I'm okay. Just one. I see you wrote down like eight different things there you want to talk about. Just all talk right, about one right. of them. Pick I'll give one. you. A, I'll give you this rant because you made me think about it uh, while you were talking about yours, and it applies to me and my job. Look, if you're one of these people who goes to merge on the freeway, look, I drive trucks. I'm in a semi truck. I have to stay in the far right lane a lot of the times it's illegal for us to be in the far left lane. So if there's a two lane freeway, it's illegal for us to be in the, in the unless far you're left passing lane right highway, unless you're passing. So we're on the right or the middle. If you're merging on the freeway, look before the lines end, look before the lines come to a fucking point, because I swear to God, it gives me satisfaction to run you motherfuckers onto the shoulder. Every time you got a 60 foot truck right next to you and you're not looking the whole on ramp. You're like, you're coming down here. You're like checking your fucking Facebook and you're like, I'm going to come onto the freeway and I'm going like 50 miles an hour because I don't know how fast I'm going because I'm checking. I'm sending out a motherfucking tweet and you're going down the fucking freeway and you, and you go and you're going on the, the fucking where the lines are dotted. It's like the dotted lines, right? And as soon as the line, as soon, every time, pay attention next time you're driving. Every fucking time. Every time the lines come to a point and then they disappear, they go, oh, blinker, look around. Oh, there's a 60-foot truck right next to me. I can't do anything. What am I going to, what am I going to do? I guess I have to go on the shoulder. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to slam on the brakes. You're going 50 miles an hour on a 65-mile-an-hour freeway. You're fucked, dude. Pay the fuck attention. Yeah. Oh, my God. The on-ramp on is designated as that's how fast you're supposed to get up to speed to match the traffic you're merging into. And I don't know about your state, but in Oregon, it is the merger's 
responsibility to adjust their speed according to traffic, okay? So it is not my responsibility to slam on my brakes for this fucking douchebag that's getting on at 51 miles an hour because he's really got to send a, fake, now, a Facebook message there, or say that he spilled coffee on his fucking lap while he was not paying attention. one exception to this rule that I feel is acceptable. If the on-ramp is one of those fucking stupid on-ramps that turns and it gives you, like, I don't know, uh fucking 15 feet to mm-hmm. merge onto the highway so mm-hmm. basically it comes and then you gotta make a 35 mile an hour turn to get to the parallel with the uh the highway right and then you yeah, gotta uh, get up to speed of the circling. highway to get on yeah. right which i have to deal with all the time because a lot of the turns are 20 mile an hour turns so i go down to seventh gear <laughs> seventh gear right and i'm going around the turn and and i'm going real fucking slow and i have to merge in you guys have to let me in that's, there's no choice. I don't. I can't go on the shoulder. There's nowhere for me to go. So I go in, and I understand that there's some circumstances, and I'm perfectly aware of these circumstances. I drive for a living. I'm, I'm perfectly aware of these circumstances. When the on-ramp is fucking 17 miles long, and you're driving alongside <laughs> me parallel the whole motherfucking time, and you're checking, you're sending out your tweets, and you're listening to the new SoundCloud, Shira, Kabira, whatever the fuck you're listening to. Or you're listening to the new episode of Train Noobs. Then you're cool, and I won't run you under the shoulder if you're Hash- listening to this train news. Hashtag train news. Just, just fucking look left before the goddamn lines come to a point. That's my rant. All right, and I'll save my other one for next week because I'm fucking pissed now. All right, guys, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. We will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for checking it out. Later, noobs. See you. Thank you for listening to the Train Noobs podcast. Visit us at trainnoobs.com where you can find links for all of our social media. Join us again next time and have a pleasant day.